Welcome to the Notion Club, guys. Uh, I am Mariah, and with me is Muskego Brown. Hi. Um, today we're going to be... <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> today we're going to be actually uh, going through Muskego's article, uh, Music is a Drug and You Should Take It. Um, but first, I actually kind of wanted to go over a David Bowie uh, conspiracy with oh. you, Ethan, because I think you'll I think you'll like where it's going. So prime, prime. So yeah, uh, hope everyone is doing well. Miss Gigo, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> I am doing great. Um, <laughs> it's it's hot in the Midwest right now, so it's uh, mm. it's welcome, but it's also uh, awfully sweaty too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the heat? I do, I do. Because I remember on Ilan Vital, you were talking to Josh, and you were just like, I hate the heat. Um, but maybe that was like the more extreme the, heat that yeah, you were talking like, about. Like talking about like the, the hot yoga, that sounds miserable to me. But, you know, like a hot day, there's, <laughs> you can take your shirt off, enjoy the breeze, have a good time. Mm. Yeah. Well, at least for men in this country, you can take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> But we won't get into but that. <laughs> someday we'll free the nipple as well. <laughs> I mean, I'm not on either side of the argument. I just like to be, I like to poke the bear for some people. <laughs> like she said, what? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Um, so basically, I wanted to tell you about a uh, conspiracy that I found today actually so bear with me it's a little it's gonna be um we're gonna be treading rough waters just because i i literally learned about this conspiracy today okay um but it is called and tell me if you know this already i mean i'll i'll continue talking and whatnot but um it's called david bowie predicts the rise of kanye west <laughs> yes yes i am aware of this do conspiracy. you know about this i'm, I'm aware of it oh i don't gosh. know a lot about it but i i did read a i believe a rolling stone article once did yeah a story. yeah yeah um mm -hmm. but refresh my memory because i do not remember how it goes okay so basically the story goes um david bowie's 1972 album titled the rise and fall of ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars yes um the, on the actual album cover, there's a fluorescent sign that says K-West. And, like, that's kind of um, what your eye is drawn to besides, like, David Bowie's, like, alter ego, which is Ziggy Stardust, mm -hmm. um, which is right below it. Um, so that was one of, that. like, that's a part of the conspiracy. Um, in the actual album... Um, the first track is called Five Years, which predicts the end of the world unless a star uh, man comes to, like, the earth and um, saves us all. Yes. And then literally five years from this album dropping, Kanye West is born. Um, <laughs> uh, the only difference is, is I think the album dropped on the 6th of June in 1972, and then, uh, Kanye West was actually born on June 8th, so there is a, a five-year and two-day difference, so I don't know if that, like, matters or not, but it is interesting. We'll go I mean, with it. We'll go with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then Bowie's final album is titled Black Star. Allegedly, yes. this confirms that West is is like his chosen successor. Yes. Um, 
And on this actual, like, title track, he actually was singing, um, the lyrics go, something happened on the day he died, spirit rose a meter and stepped aside. Somebody else took his place and uh, bravely cried, I'm a black star. Um, I mean, if you think about it, That's Kanye's Kanye. literally a black star. That's Kanye. <laughs> He's always preaching it. Uh-huh. Um, there was this one... Uh, hold on, let me... Let me yeah, I'm a fan of this conspiracy. <laughs> to me, Bowie and Kanye were, were doing the same thing. They were innovating pop mm. music in like completely yeah. different ways. Nobody had ever heard anything like David Bowie and Kanye, like no one's ever heard some of the shit that he's doing. They're they're both amazing in in their own way yet very similar ways. Mhm. Um there is something I don't remember if it was in a specific article article or if it was like a uh, part of his lyrics somewhere, but basically David Bowie was talking about his alter ego and his what he said was, as soon as Ziggy dies on stage, the infinites take his clements and make themselves visible. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe he died on stage. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Which I know that's like terribly morbid, but I was like, ooh, let's see how this aligns. Um, basically, David Bowie passed away on January 10th after his battle with uh, cancer. His family said that he did die peacefully. Um, but here's another part of the conspiracy. Kanye West was actually one of the first artists to commemorate him after like one hour when mm. the official uh, announcement came about his death. Like, Kanye was the first person, and it was literally within, like, it, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> he felt his, spirit, his, his spirit pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if Bowie chose, like, if Bowie predicted this, like, next person coming and um, filling his, like, um, seat, if you will, yeah, like, that yeah. would make sense that Kanye Perhaps would be the one to be, like. Even willed Kanye into existence. <laughs> mm. Mm. that's an interesting thing but basically um on his last album uh one of the first tracks we had already gone on to the um uh we'd all i already read over those lyrics but the third song on his um on his album is called lazarus and, it, you know, I'm sure most people are familiar with, like, the Lazarus uh, story from the Bible where Jesus raised Lazarus back from the dead. Um, Created a zombie. Here's, here's, here's the strange one. This is a, a far-reaching one, but it's still kind of like, hmm, makes you wonder. Um, on uh, Kanye's Jesus album, he, he states, I am a God. And then, um, obviously, like, Jesus brings Lazarus back to life. And if you think about it, if Kanye was the one to come, then he would, like, fulfill Ziggy's, like, place, but also he would keep him alive in, like, spirit. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, hmm. it's a, far, it's a far one, but, like, <laughs> it, it's reaching. It's reaching. But I still, like, wanted to include it. <laughs> um, That's good. And then also, here's another part of that, like, far-reaching, like, 
part of the conspiracy. In 2006, Kanye was pictured in the Rolling Stones with a crown of thorns on his head. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I th- that that was I if I remember correctly, Kanye going along with his whole "I am a god" thing. Um, uh huh. His Jesus album. Yes. Yes. But if if Ziggy Star is Lazarus, then it would make sense that Kanye was like yeah, figuratively okay, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, he's, he's resurrecting the spirit of of David Bowie. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what see what's happening there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I am a fan of this conspiracy. <laughs> I thought you might be. Um, I was actually like prepping for your article and like what questions to ask. And I was like searching YouTube like is this going to sound really dumb. But basically my search was is music magic or is music math? <laughs> <laughs> And I was just trying to find any video that came up, and I was getting some really weird, um, some really weird, like, um, I don't know, uh, search results. Yeah. And then I saw this, like, one, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, so, I mean, I probably could have done a lot better uh, job with some of the questions that I'll be asking you today, but I figured it was worth it. I thought... Yeah, no. With what, your love what, of Kanye, what better? Yeah, what better way to introduce the notion that music might be magic than to talk about Kanye West? Right. I thought you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like watching it, it all sounds like bullcrap. <laughs> but well, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course it does. But honestly, like I'm a fan of it too. Like. Eh. <laughs> you ain't gonna convince me it's wrong <laughs> i mean i realize this is a, a real flaw in my thinking but a lot of times i do hear things like this and i even say this in in my article but sometimes the truth is just too boring yeah <laughs> um, sometimes dude i mean i i know that does not have any weight on what is actually true but it's mm. it's certainly more fun to go along with things like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would definitely agree. Or you could consider our perception of truth and reality boring. And maybe it's actually interesting. We're the boring ones. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever considered that? Well, I mean, I, I think we'll, we'll probably get into this once we get into the article here, but... Uh, yeah, I just the notion that music is just mathematical and there's nothing spiritual about it. That's I don't know. I think that's a boring idea. It's certainly hmm. more fun to think that music is magic. Yeah. Well, I definitely cannot wait to get into it. Um, I am going to ask you. So this morning I put up on Notion Club social media um, if. I just asked if anyone had any questions about your articles. Um, we did get a, a few questions. Um, oh, so would you like to go over those questions first, or do you want me to just kind of tie it into um, my questions? I will let or you... Or do you want to wait for those questions to be last? I'll let you decide how, however you want to tackle this. Okay. Um, I may wait a little bit then on the other questions. Okay. Um, 
just because they are good, but I think it would be better if they came up later in the conversation. So, sure. um, yeah, I guess without any further ado, let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So music is a drug and you should take it. That is the title of your article. Um, in the opening of this piece, you say that music colors our conscious experience. Can you expound upon that for me? <laughs> like, what sure. does a coloring of your conscious experience look like to you? Um, like, how can you break that down? So, I mean, imagine that you're, you're sitting in your living room and it's silent. In a way, the mm. silence is like a blank slate. It's a white sheet of paper. And then all of a sudden, you turn on some rock and roll. Now, your entire conscious experience is just different. It's, there's, there's now a whole new dynamic that you know if your music is loud enough it can't be ignored and hmm. it uh you know you turn on the right tune and before you even realizing it your body's moving to it um so i don't know i, I think that's yeah yeah that's <laughs> i think what i mean by coloring our conscious experience okay um i definitely loved that you included the definition of drug in your article um I think that it really helps explain your argument a little bit more just because I think if you would have uh, just put in drug, it would have like probably confused Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about leaving it out, but I, I kind of wound up agreeing with what you just said there. Yeah, it's it's for, for clarity's sake and to not immediately lose my reader. Um, yeah, exactly. Put that in there. Um, it is true that music can alter your mood. I know that there have been numerous times in which I knew I needed, like, a good cry or a hype song right before I, like, went out and I was not feeling it. Yeah. Um, specific music definitely helped alter my mood. Um, so, I guess now would actually be a really good time for the questions that we got because I think it would help with clarification. So okay. let me pull those up real okay. fast. Um, <clears throat> what defines music? That's the first question we have. Oh, that's a good question. Right? Yeah. Um, gee, I don't even know that I have a good answer to that. I mean... <laughs> Some, I mean, I, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, avant-garde music. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know plenty of people who, who would not call that music. Um, mm. But at the end of the day, I, I, I can't stand on some pedestal and declare something to not be music just because I don't get it. Um, oh, yeah. And so, I mean, those same people will call birds chirping music um that's true bird perhaps, song perhaps not some people might not even say that that is but i don't know yeah um maybe like at its core it's just sound in time mm -hmm. maybe that's what music is and um it's up to the listener to decide if it's you know worth capturing or repeating um or given that title of music but um, hmm. I, I don't think that I'm in a position to call any, any sound in time not music. Hmm. What do you think so it is? So actually, I was going to be 
Oh, well, I just want to ask this real fast. I okay. was going to be a little controversial okay. and ask you if there was any specific musical genres that you would exclude from the world of music. Country music. <laughs> Country music. I oh, just, okay, I just, so well, you do, I, you I just do the music to, think. No. Uh-huh. No, I, honestly, I... That, <laughs> but you also... <laughs> that I don't mean but that. You also... it, obviously, it is music, but I just, I mean, I, I just can't help but take a dig at the worst genre uh-huh. that's out there. So you do think that there is like a best to worst kind of like uh, flow through the musical genre world? No, no, I'm not going to. Ma- no, I'm not going to try to make that argument. Um, but you would put music, country music, at the bottom of the pile, huh? <laughs> for me, yeah, yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like country music, then you're trash too. In my opinion, but you know, wow. that's, you that's know just what? me. That's just me. Fake friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Back to your question. I yeah. honestly was racking my brain to see if I had a definition myself because I've never actually thought of it. Sure. Um, what defines music? Should we look <clears throat> up a good dictionary definition while you're thinking? Yeah, maybe we should do that. I mean, I think um, that it is sounds that make sense. I don't know. Does that make sense? Sound that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, um, because there's generally an emotion that comes up with music, and you do talk about this in your article. Um, I don't know. You just hear like a song and it makes sense even if you don't like it 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 makes sense because you know it's a song i don't know that's a terrible way of defining what music is well yeah no i i think that's that's, the best i've got that's a good uh description of what a song is Um, yeah but music i think is a bit broader than a song but but you know when you hear music right that's that's just it. I, I'm not sure that we always do. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, it, I mean, an awareness thing. I mean, unless you're actually thinking, oh, what I'm hearing right now is music. So, some people, you know, consider, like, the sounds of their city to be music to their ears, you know? Even though mm-hmm. it's just, like, the sound of traffic and machinery and people talking it's it's a sound you know in that time makes sense. that yeah make, makes sense um gives you a feeling of <laughs> i don't know familiarity um i don't know uh-huh. what it is but but i don't I, I, city chatter doesn't really make sense in the the sense that i'm thinking of what sense means anyway now we're getting really vague okay <laughs> okay um <laughs> hey that's okay <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say, but um, yeah, okay. I, I, I think well, your your definition does work as well. Okay, uh, well, I actually did pull up the definition from Merriam-Webster. <clears throat> I can't talk. Uh, definition of music, the science or art of ordering tones or sounds in succession in combination or in temporal relationships to produce a composition having unity and continuity. Uh yeah. Hmm. 
Uh, there's also uh, another explanation, vocal, instrumental, or mechanical sounds having rhythm, melody, or harmony. Another uh, description is an agreeable sound, a euphony. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would go with the agreeable, um, because even in, quote, conventional music, there is plenty of room to have tension that mm -hmm. is intentionally unpleasing to the ear. Um, yeah. So well, look at how they I use like music part, but... in horror movies. Right, like, exactly. That's not agreeable sounds right. at all. Right, like, right. It, in fact, a lot of the times they don't even need to show um, the monster, if you will, because the music is enough. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so I feel like we covered that. What defines music? We don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you can, uh, thanks for the question, but hopefully you can answer that for yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't I, know if we can is, say the user's a, name or not. It's a great question so. in that it, it does kind of make you think for yourself, what, what actually does music mean to me? Yeah. And, yeah, because uh, I had never thought of it. Yeah. Um, personally. So maybe I need, um, more time to think it through, but... Off the top of my head, I have nothing. <laughs> um, okay. The second question is, do only humans create music? Uh, no, no. Um, I, I'm definitely among the crowd that considers, you know, birds to be singing. In addition to birds, um, I also think that uh, dogs are prolific in music um the howling of wolves um there's actually i i should share this link because it's one of my most favorite things that exists on the internet um pink floyd once made a live concert uh film if you will and in there they have a blues jam that involves a, I believe it's like an Irish wolfhound. Mm. And it's it's the band playing the blues, and they have a dog howling along with them. And it's just, it makes so much sense. It's one of the best <laughs> blues tunes that I've ever heard. The, mm. the dog understands the blues, and he's singing it. It's, it's great. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yes, animals can definitely make music okay not just humans animals also there's um i've i've seen i've seen plenty of of dogs also um uh playing the kick drum like like hitting the the kick drum in in rhythm in time to somebody either singing or playing guitar mm. so some some dogs even have a sense of rhythm i gotta teach my dog that <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll stop chewing things <laughs> <laughs> that she's not supposed to. <laughs> you want to tell us about your new puppy, by the way? I know this is kind of uh, going down a little rabbit trail, but I, I think it's it's worth mentioning. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I got a puppy. It's a uh, her name is Alita, and she's a half Aussie. We don't really know what the other half of her is. Um, <laughs> they think it's a lab. I personally see German Shepherd in her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I kind of um, see that too. 
right? She's so cute and she's so good and I love her very, very much. Um, she's also oh. really naughty and it figures that <laughs> I got a really intelligent um, bratty dog. <laughs> <laughs> She she knows that she is a bad bitch and uh, she gets what she wants. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it figures that I own her now. <laughs> and you definitely spoil her, right? Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't I know. Just, it kind of sounds like you do. I just coddle her when she needs it. <laughs> I feel bad that like, okay, so she is, I think she's coming up on eight weeks now. And um, we got her at about, yeah, eight weeks old. And we got her at about six weeks old. And she was, she's so nippy. She likes to nip everything because she's in that puppy stage where one, she gets puppy brain. And like when she just gets excited, like her teeth are out, like she's just like everywhere. But then also she's a puppy because she explores the world with her mouth. So she nips like constantly. <laughs> so we were watching um, the dog whisperer because like, you know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we were watching and Caesar was like, oh, most dogs shouldn't be like taken from their mothers before a specific like age. I don't remember what the age was, but it was definitely, like, above six weeks. And I just remember, like, she's laying at my feet. And I look down, and I'm like, oh, my God, you don't have your mother. And so, like, (laughs) I crawl on the ground next to her. I'm, like, bawling my (laughs) eyes out. Alita just honestly probably was like, why is she losing her mind? Is this lady okay? (laughs) Like, why, God, did you leave her with me? (laughs) Like. (laughs) of all people um (laughs) i love her so much but um there are times where she's like the best kind of dog and then she's literally like carmen on south park in the dog whisperer episode (laughs) i don't know if you remember that episode i don't remember that one no uh so in that episode it's like (laughs) one of my favorites Carmen is so bad. His mother, like, hires, like, super nannies to come in. And each super nanny that comes in, um, he ends up, like, traumatizing them. And they, like, leave crying. Like, they're broken. One of them ends up in a, um, an asylum. And, and then finally, the dog whisperer is called in. And Caesar's, like don't look at him don't talk to him and like it's so funny and he's just like what the what the he's like mom (laughs) i'm right here it's so hilarious but like she borders between like the sweetest dog to carmen on that episode that specific episode so cartman right (laughs) yeah cartman thank you (laughs) uh yeah i i I do remember that one now that that was a great episode but Mm -hmm. yeah nobody likes caesar he knows what he's doing. Yeah, for real. I was like, why don't I live in California, dude? <laughs> I'll make sure she doesn't nip. <laughs> Send her to the farm, Caesar's farm. <laughs> Not Dr. Phil's farm. Um, okay. All right. Uh, getting back to our topic of hand, I could probably yes. talk about Alita okay. all day, but there are more pressing matters. Um, 
here's another question. Why, where, why? Oh, <laughs> I can't read. There's four questions on this from this person. Um, what defines music? Do only humans create it? And why? Why do only humans create it? So, but you've kind of already like said that you don't believe that. Yeah, humans... I don't really agree with that. I don't agree with that premise. Yeah, exactly. I don't either. Um, where is the line if they don't? So if humans, Where's the line? Oh, if humans I see, I see. aren't uh, the only ones that create music, where is the line? Well, I think that then goes back to the definition of music. Hmm. Um, if, if people can, I, I, I kind of, I guess I'll stick to my guns and say that to me, music is just sound in time. Okay. And um, with that, you know, you can say obviously that, you know, birds and dogs are capable of making music. And... Um, I don't know. I mean, you can you can take any sound and remix it, right? I mean, you can take a cat, you can take a horse, and you can put some uh, 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 auto tune on it and make a song, right? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. You don't even need to put auto tune on it; just insert it into a song. Mm. Okay. Well, I hope that answered all of your questions. Um, I'm not going to include your username in the podcast um but we'll actually post probably those answers on instagram as well and facebook um just to reiterate so anyways uh we'll get back to my questions they're not as uh profound i don't think <laughs> i just had i'm a, sure that they are I had let a good us old be time. the judge of that all right um do you ever let music decide your mood so say that you oh, come to wow. music and yeah you so uh, back to like what i was saying like there are times where i will turn on a specific like um like i'll put on doja cat when i want to get hype um i'll put there on like go. hosier if i feel like i should be drinking wine and thinking deep thoughts <laughs> I'll put on, like, <laughs> Beethoven and Mozart to study, which actually they're not really great study. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's great um, study material or study backdrops. Um, sure. When I need to feel calm and, like, less stressed, I'll put on, like, lo-fi. Um, just, like, like, I will choose the music that I want to help with my mood. But have you ever mm -hmm. gone to music without any, like, any intention and just let the music fill you? I certainly hope so. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I can definitely, you know, accidentally have something just turn on and have my mood changed, for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think any good musician is able to do that to a person okay so um, how about you oh honestly i have never thought about it before today <laughs> well uh think about it now i mean like have you ever been uh i don't know for example like in a uh not the best mood maybe something's bothering you but then like a uh i don't know maybe a doja cat comes song comes on and <laughs> All of a sudden, unexpectedly, you're you're now uh, chipper. Mm, I don't think so. Generally, I think oh. <laughs> when I'm in a mood, I I let myself um, go through that mood. 
I don't know if I've ever She's used probably music healthy. to that's, alter it. That's probably a good thing. Sure. I don't know if it's a good thing or uh, not. How, but how like, about like the how about the uh, the opposite where uh, you're in a good mood and then something sad comes on and you're just overwhelmed by how sad it is. Oh, that has definitely happened. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I do do that sometimes. Um, yeah. I th- again, I think if if the if you are able to relate to that song. And it catches you by surprise. I mean, you're gonna relate to it, even if you weren't expecting to expecting it. Yeah. And then obviously you do also have to pay attention to it. You know, it can't just be on in the background and you're thinking about something else. You kind of have to pause and listen, and let it do that. Hmm. So, um, I wanted to ask you about your overall um, intention about writing this article. And sure the specific thoughts that went into the title and um yeah what are your uh, thoughts on that um i i this this is just stuff that i've been thinking about for a couple of years and my first crack at actually just putting these thoughts down on paper mm-hmm. um they're they're questions that i'm asking myself i don't necessarily think that i've arrived at any new and profound uh, 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 answers to these questions, but um, they're fun to think about. Um, and I don't, it's, it's also in a way just kind of a, a peek into the, the way my brain thinks. I'm just, I, I'm seeing a connection, a commonality between drugs, music, magic, God, evil, good. They're, they're all related in some way. And yeah. I'm just interested in that relationship between all these things. Hmm. So do you actually um, believe um, that music is a drug or were you following your train of thought with just things that you've been finding for yourself? I mean, kind of as, as I say in the article, it's it's not exactly like a drug. It's not a physical thing that you ingest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really does act the same way as a drug does hmm. and and so i i think that's kind of what i'm trying to say these like music is a drug music is magic music might be god they're yeah. i don't I, I think it, it was kind of just a attempt to to get your attention okay well um, it definitely did but <laughs> oh good <laughs> Um, I did want to ask you about your definition of magic and how it correlates with um, music. Yes. Yeah, let me, let me pull up the, the literal definition of magic here. Um, because I think to most people, you, when you say magic, you think, you know, pulling a rabbit out of a hat, sawing a person in half, and it's like, okay, these are, these are ridiculous illusions. Um, mm or even or, like you know, I mean, sorcery. Some people think of like folklore and yeah. Right, um, right. But but it's ge- like the the word magic is generally dismissed, which you know, mm. e- I think it's strange even uh like religious people dismiss magic. Um yeah. but here's the literal definition, the the first definition that pops up. Um the power of apparently influencing the course of events by using mysterious or supernatural forces. 
And so, I don't know, it kind of goes to say, like, if, if you think of magic that way, if you believe in God, then then you kind of have to believe in magic. It's it's supernatural influence. Mm-hmm. And, um... So, how do you think that, uh puts it on the same level with music because clearly we can look at music and we know how well that's just it we, we we don't know how or why it's doing what it's doing we know that it does we can you know make mm-hmm. a study of the brain and see what it's doing but we we don't know why oh okay and, that makes sense um i mean in the same way like you can you can watch a miracle happen but but why or how did that happen yeah it's kind of like you're at a loss to describe um, what it is doing. Well, no, I mean, you again, you can you can you can observe the effect that music has on a person. You can you can watch them, you know, get their mood amplified. As as I linked in the article, you can actually reduce seizures. Um, I, there, there's there's just a long list of things that you can observe music do to a person. But yeah. but the question is why is it doing that? Hmm. And and since we don't know, you know, it's it's I would say still a mystery. So um, magic. It's magical. Well, I, I don't think I don't think that mystery necessarily means magic. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I think that's kind of why I intru- introduced the or not introduced, but um pointed out that for thousands of years, civilizations and, and societies definitely saw music as, as a magical thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I provided that, that example of David playing the lyre for Saul mm-hmm. to drive away evil spirits. I mean, that's, that story is straight out of, out of a fairy tale book. Hmm. That's exactly the sort of thing that happens in, in your, your classic fairy tales. It's, it's magic. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how they saw it, and I I don't see any reason so far to to doubt that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I th- I think it's reasonable. Yeah. And as far as we know, music has gone back to the beginning of humankind. Um, yeah, I I mean, as far back as we can see, I think. Yeah. I I know. I remember when we went to uh, Stonehenge, there's a theory about how Stonehenge was used uh, as a way to worship, but also the stones line up in a specific manner that it could have been used as an instrument. Um, do you remember mm. that at all? Yeah, the, the stones are a specific type where they're... Um, I forget the term that they use for it, but basically like if you were to throw a rock at it, it would ring. Yeah. It wouldn't thud. It would actually give a ring like a xylophone would. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're, they're specifically like sonic stones. Yeah. That's so fascinating to me. Like, I would love to throw a stone in and see what happens. Um, and, like, why, too? Like, the, the mathematics that went behind setting up Stonehenge alone. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I hesitate to bring this up because my... I, I'm barely even remembering any details about this, but do you remember a long time ago you and I were once discussing um, the possibility of um, maybe it was the Druids or ancient monks out in Europe somewhere were Ooh. using 
uh, like vibrations and and humming collectively to uh, move large stones. Yes. Like oh. what, wasn't that in some sort of um, folklore or or mythology? I think it was actually on a mysterious universe podcast. Um, yeah, I th I think I think it was something that you were telling me about and yes. Um, it, yeah, it, it involved some religious leaders chanting or humming yeah. and using sounds to to move giant boulders. We should look that up because that would be really fascinating. I think it was actually in a book that Mysterious Universe was going over. Um, if sure. we find that, guys, we'll post that up. And maybe at some point we can go over it in the future, too, because it was really fascinating. I just remember enough yeah. that, yes, they used sounds or uh instruments to like um create this um pattern that would actually move things and it, it yeah, made yeah. sense because oh i want to know what that story was see it's 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 not the 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 reason i bring that up it's really not far from the current belief in in um Hinduism and Buddhism, the the power of Om. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Yeah, um, yeah, because they do that in let yoga. Me, let me get a more official definition because I'm going to fuck it up here. Uh, Om is the ancient mantra that is used in Hinduism and Buddhism, among other faiths. In the Hindu tradition, the sound of the Om is said to contain the entire universe. Is the first sound from the beginning of time, and it is also it also encompasses the present and the future. So these these religions understand the power of just this one sound. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe uh, I, I again I don't remember who exactly it was. Maybe it's druids, but these ancient folks also either use that that mantra or maybe there's there's long lost mantras that had power in them as well mm -hmm. um we it's there's just something super magical and uh i don't know supernatural about sound yeah and what you can do with it yeah it impacts us in in ways that we just do not understand actually a lot of uh early religions talk about um sounds voices and music i mean i i guess an easy example would be for me anyways um in the bible the first things are words that are spoken um like yes. if you believe in the creation yes. it's sound that yes. permeates and creates um god, which is an god interesting... speaks he he uses sound to uh, to bring everything literally everything into existence yeah that's an interesting... There's something kind of profound about that. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, it's not like he uses a song, but it is sound that, you know, is is quoted yeah, there. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. It's actually interesting how it kind of correlates with um, Ohm as yeah. well. And how weird is it that you can use music to influence the growth of plants? This is so true. So it's not even just like uh, mammals that are affected by music, but but even, you know botany yeah yeah no um actually i my husband thinks i'm insane but um i talk to my plants every single day <laughs> um yeah. because yeah. my grandma used to tell me like oh 
your your plants grow when you talk to them and i was like nah grandma like that's witchcraft (laughs) like like that's a little shady grandma um but in and actually where she comes from in puerto rico um like there's a lot of black magic there so i honestly was like without much knowledge i was like that's 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 old lady stuff like no (laughs) (laughs) um the older that i've gotten though um i actually heard about uh studies that were done that sound actually does help plants grow or it actually helps them not grow as well if you play specific kinds of musics like music right um plants don't grow or they don't like uh like that specific music like metal um and hard rock those right. are harder whereas right. like they like the classical like or like um i would say more calming like music but um yeah. the i started like growing plants in my house and uh, i don't know out of boredom out of like being alone all day <laughs> like i just started talking to my plants and i actually noticed that they were doing they do so well when i talk to them like i like pet their leaves and like talk to i sound like an insane <laughs> person but it does help like when i don't um i mean there have been times where we, where we would leave for like i don't know overnight or something like that and you could tell like a definite difference between like me regularly conversating with my plants or like playing music for them here's another thing i actually do play music for my plants um <laughs> well, good. during the I'm, day like i i don't see how anybody could scoff at that anymore i mean it's it's not just uh superstitious people saying this i mean this this has actually been studied and confirmed yeah which is why i think the druids i'm drawing this back i'm going down a whole different hole um (laughs) it's why i think the druids like i want to know more about them there's not enough information out there but they actually had a lot of things right obviously not the burning of people and like killing but the what i want to ask you about um if we're considering that plants are conscious i know this is like still staying (laughs) um you say that music is um it's value neutral. So how would that yes. work for a plant? Because would the plant be imparting its intention towards the music or would the music be imparting its intention toward the plant? Or would it not matter? Because if um, some plants... I'm sorry, can, you, can you... Go ahead. If some plants, like... If they grow better with... Uh, I don't know, classical music versus if they were to listen to metal music and they they don't grow. Um, Would you say that the music is imparting something onto the plant? Or with it being value neutral, it shouldn't matter what kind of music it is playing if it is conscious. Or would the plant be so conscious that it it puts intention towards the music? I don't know how I'm saying this, but does that make sense? That's an question. Yeah, like, do... Are, are plants affected by values? I yes. Think yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, certainly seems like it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. Hmm. But where would the value With... come from for the plant? Where would the value come from? Yeah. Um, I mean, just, just the, the notion that 
music can be helpful to things or harmful to things. So the um, music would in, be in, not in the the fact in the fact that the 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 music is stunting the plant's growth or maybe even killing it in some cases. Mm-hmm. That's that's harming the plant, and so you could say that that is. Um, it's not good. It's bad. So you could say that in that case, music isn't value neutral. Well, no, no, the again, music itself, like just music, it is value neutral. It's it's what it's being what it's being used for. And so if you're if you're turning on metal for plants and it's it's killing them, then you could say that the plant would look at that kind of music as evil. It's killing me. It's tormenting my soul. Okay. Just a just a, a question I want to throw out there. If I like if I liked metal, um yeah. and I wanted my plant to enjoy the same experience, I'm imparting good intentions with something with music towards my plant, but my plant died <laughs> or did not yeah, like the metal. Yeah. Would that mean that my intentionality like do you see what I'm saying? Um, no, well, no, I, I don't think that your intent was evil, but, but you know, mistakes are made. I mean, again, like, going along with the music is a drug thing, like, it would be like mm-hmm. if I built up a certain tolerance for a certain potentially, uh, you know, fatal drug, and mm-hmm. I wanted a friend of mine, I wanted you to enjoy this drug with me, and so I take it and you take it, but it, it kills you. You know, I didn't mean any evil towards you. I... I just fucked up <laughs> and so the the, the <laughs> sounds dr- the, like the, the, um something I've the drug itself is value neutral but <laughs> but the, the way you responded to it was you know not good it's bad so am i answering your question kind of i mean that explanation is really great but i feel like I feel like I'm trying to strong you into saying that like music isn't always value neutral <laughs> because whose intention is fucking up the plant basically. Um, I, maybe you're misunderstanding what I mean by music is value neutral. Um, okay. I, I don't mean like a specific song is value neutral mm-hmm. it like what was the intent behind making it you know there's all sorts of questions to ask about specific songs i just mean like music as a thing music as okay. a thing is value neutral you can use it for good or you can use it for evil okay so actually that is the perfect way to jump into my next question i was actually going to ask excuse me i was actually going to ask you if um you believe that some artists can impart evil intent onto into their music to channel onto the audience, uh, the their audience. I'm, I can't talk. <laughs> um, because you say that um, in your article, music can be used for torture. Yeah. So that would imply at some point that music could be made into a. Uh, an evil tool basically if you yeah will. yeah for sure um i i certainly think it could be done i'm just trying to think up an example and i'm coming up short mm. um so i know that a lot of the i think it was the 80s where there was the satanic panic happening a lot of um 
religious people thought that what their kids' music was imparting towards them was like worship Satan, kill yourself, like those kinds of things. And there was actually a lot of like um, channels on television like showing um, like they would like play the song in reverse and they'd be like all hail Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a really long shot, actually. Yeah. Like you didn't, I didn't hear it personally. Ma- many, when many would play different it back. conspiracies about many different bands from the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that whole satanic panic, and so I guess in my questioning, that would be a good example. Do you think those bands actually did mean ill intent on their audience, or? Or was it well, just something that I, they were creating? I happen to not buy any of those conspiracies. I um, don't either. Maybe there's some that I'm just not aware of, but I, the, mm-hmm. the first one that comes to mind is is Led Zeppelin. Mm. And w- when I listen to the, the, the tracks backwards, I, I don't hear it. Like, <laughs> where are the, you want to hear these things if, if you're yeah. reaching that far. Um here's here's what i'm thinking here's here's an example of making music for evil um the fbi at waco Mm. uh compiled together a bunch of um sounds that consisted of like animals being slaughtered drilling loud machinery chanting i think they threw in some metal in there they they made a collage of just horrible sounds and then blasted it at the uh the folks in 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 the 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 home or the siege whatever you want to call it um that is a example of making music with you know ill intent for evil to harm somebody hmm i did not know about that is that yeah. actually true oh yes yes 100 percent hmm did you learn about that in that documentary? <laughs> well, I, I mean, to be clear, it's not a documentary. It is a dramatization of, of true events. Um, but yes, I, I actually did not know just about anything. I, I knew the general premise of what happened at Waco, but the, the specifics, I, I had no idea. Hmm. Do you know what I learned about documentaries recently? I, don't, I mean, maybe you know this. You probably do. I learned that documentaries, um, if you look up their definition, they are um, closer in definition to opinion pieces rather than like um, factual pieces, which I thought was really interesting. Well, they definitely have that potential. I mean, everybody has an agenda when they make a documentary. It's just how honest are they being in their agenda? I think yes, there are perfectly yeah. honest documentaries, but of course there are many dishonest ones and misleading ones. That that's yeah. You know, there was you something. There was a documentary that we were. I can't remember what it was. Um, there was a documentary that we were interested in watching, my husband and I, and um, we looked up like I don't know um, a review on it. And they were like, just beware, this is definitely more opinion piece, but also be aware, PSS. Um, that, is it PSS or PPS? I forget. <laughs> I think it's PPS. Okay, PPS. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, documentaries 
don't always have to be factual. And I was like, what? Like, no. Yeah. And yeah, we looked it no. up and we're like, oh, that's really interesting. Because I think a lot of people just go along with documentaries as like, oh, this is the real deal. They have to tell right, the truth, you know? Right. No, 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 no. There's absolutely no law that holds anybody to telling the truth when they make a film of any kind. Um, yeah. The, no, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I don't want to open this whole can of worms, but I don't know if you ever watched the quote documentary, uh, Leaving Neverland about michael jackson oh yeah actually i did watch bits and pieces about it um <laughs> again i bits don't want to get too far into it, it not but about i it, but i consider <laughs> that that film i'm not going to call it a documentary that was a pile of shit um I I have absolutely no idea to know if if the two bo or the two men that were featured in the documentary are telling the truth. I have no way of knowing that. But a documentary mm -hmm. I think you at least present the alternate view. You don't have to go with it if you don't agree with it, but at least present it. In this uh I think it's like a 4-hour film. Um they never talk to anybody from the jackson family uh his lawyers nobody they they it's all prosecution and absolutely no defense um and to me if you're trying to if you're trying to condemn somebody of something at least make an effort to be just and fair which, which, you know, is kind of, it's supposed to be a model of our court system. You know, you, you, everybody <laughs> yeah, has a okay. day in trial. You have a defense lawyer. You have a chance to have your say. And these two guys decide to make this film or tell their story after Michael Jackson's dead, when he can't defend himself. And then the filmmakers don't talk to anybody who might stick up for him at all. And so, to, mm -hmm. like, that's, it's just, you can't ever go into a, a court case with nothing but prosecution. There has to be a defense. And they, th these filmmakers didn't even make an effort. And so, um, again, I have no idea if Jackson did these things, but like, I, I don't think anybody should watch this film and let that influence their opinion of Michael Jackson. It's because it's not fair. Anyway, I, I know fan. we had absolutely no <laughs> plan to talk about Michael Jackson, but oh my um, gosh, we're like I'm not. not I, I'll be honest. I'm not article. even. <laughs> I'm not even that big of a Michael Jackson fan. Like obviously, anytime mm. Billie Jean comes on, I'm gonna dance. But like, I don't. Yeah, go out Billie of my Jean way though, come on. Listen to Michael Jackson. I don't. There have been many attempts to moonwalk <laughs> to Billie Jean. <laughs> 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 All failed attempts, in my opinion, but. Yes, on my yes. side i have tried to moonwalk <laughs> i don't go? think anyone will be as smooth as michael jackson <laughs> no no um on the subject of dancing actually um this was a question i wanted to ask later on you say um in your article like dancing like what the fuck is that um yeah and I was thinking about it today. If music is magical in nature, right? That's that's what we're going along with so far, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, I follow. 
Okay. <laughs> if music is magical in nature, dancing makes sense because, well, maybe it would make sense because it's like a spell almost. I'm sorry, it's a what now? It's like a spell. Oh, sure, sure. Because I know, like, when I hear music, I immediately want to dance. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> um, but I do start dancing, and generally it is too, um, not to the beat. I'm not on beat. I'm very white. <laughs> um, <laughs> your, your body, though, is just prompted to move. Yes, exactly. Um, and interpretive dance seems just like the most natural thing to me. Like watching yeah, interpretive yeah. dance, like it just amplifies the music. It amplifies like just every emotion I'm feeling and every emotion that I'm watching. Like yeah. interpretive dance makes sense to me. Um but we necessarily wouldn't have interpretive dance if we didn't have music. And so I was kind of like thinking about it. Um, like if we are continuing on with the thought pattern that music is magic, it would make sense why we dance because in its in a in a way it's it's a spell. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Are yeah? you familiar with the ancient practice of trance dancing mm. i've actually heard about it i don't know much about it though um i don't know if anybody today knows how to do this but um as legend has it um you know ancient tribes would literally dance themselves into a trance they knew mm -hmm. a specific set of moves to just do for hours and hours and hours and eventually they would trip like they're on mushrooms or on LSD or something. They would, yeah. They, they would be able to see the spirit realm by dancing. Because of the, um, that was a part of the Native Americans like practices, correct? I I believe so. Um, the, yeah. the one I'm thinking of, I believe, comes from ancient Ireland. Um, mm. In fact, that that may have been the Druids as well doing that. But um, I would definitely believe it. I'm, it sounds like them, right? But anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that that perfectly goes along with your notion that that uh, dancing is is evidence of a spell. Yeah. Do you think with dancing for hours, um, the brain just hits so many endorphins that that's why they go into a trance, or well, is, yeah, do you, you really gotta... think it's more? You got to imagine it is doing something to the brain. I mean, you're, otherwise you're. Your whole existence is is based on your bank brain chemistry, right? So mm -hmm. if you're going to hallucinate to where you're you're seeing fairies or, or spirits, then yeah, it's it's doing something. Um, mm -hmm. What exactly? I don't know what. I'm sure skeptics would say they're probably just dehydrating themselves to hallucinating, <laughs> and you know maybe I actually right, have heard but, that theory. Yeah, yeah, and I, <laughs> I'm not going to argue. I'm sure that that could happen, but mm -hmm. maybe not. Hmm. Okay. I, I haven't heard of anybody dehydrating and seeing fairies, you know, these days. <laughs> that would be, uh, that'd be wild. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like that's good. Um, 
I want to move on to my next question. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I swear I have ADD, guys. <laughs> um, These are great questions, by the way. Thanks. Thanks. I tried. I mean, I tried a little, but... <laughs> Um, speaking of fairies though, dude, um, I want to talk about fairies at some point in a future like podcast. Cause that is like my, my thing. Like I want to go into it yeah, or write an article it. about them. I don't know. I want to do sure. something about it. Cause fairies, druids, folklore, um, myths, like that is my stuff. Like that is my, my go-to like yeah. fun place i don't know how to describe it <laughs> i like it <laughs> butters your bread <laughs> yes butters my buns <laughs> that sounds very bad <laughs> um <laughs> uh, i hope you guys are enjoying this as much as we are <laughs> um okay my next question was how and why does god manifest through music for you um, I guess because when I'm listening to music, I guess is, is when I feel either call it the, the closest to God, the most spiritually touched. Um, I don't know, maybe that's just me letting emotions take over, but I, I don't believe so. Um, Again, because we can't, we or we have absolutely no explanation. I can't talk either. No explanation for why <laughs> music is doing what it does to us. Uh, uh -huh. Again, I don't think it's that far fetched to conclude that this just might be supernatural. Um, yeah. I know this is going to be, you know, a very controversial thing to say, um, but I don't mean this. But music is my religion. <laughs> Um, if, 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 you know, people who believe in God in their own way, a lot of them, you know, have their story about how God touched them, God changed their life. Um, yeah. and I guess for, for me, the, my version of that is, is from music. Yeah. Well, at least you weren't TikTok touched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a subtle dig at all the TikTokers out there. Uh, or not I'm so subtle. Honestly, <laughs> just been thinking about that since you began your answer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <sighs> no, that that makes sense. Okay, uh, that's that's why I wanted to ask the question though, like um, because I didn't want to ask you like what you thought God was or you know who you thought God was like or. Sure. You know what I mean? Those are yeah, very no, deep I, conversations. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have an answer to that. And again, I don't yeah. mean it when I say that music is my God, but at the same time... It's the closest <laughs> thing that you can do to experience it's, anything it's, like, like Like I say in the article, it's certainly the best evidence for me mm -hmm. that, that there's something okay. else going on, for sure. Hmm. Okay. Do you, uh, do, you, do you buy that? Do you think it's ridiculous? No, I, I actually do understand where you're coming from. Um, I don't think it's ridiculous. Um, I think I'd have to think about it a lot more. Mm -hmm. But um, it doesn't seem far-fetched. Well, thanks. <laughs> I am not TikTok touched. 
<laughs> That's good. <laughs> as soon as you started saying, like, I was touched by, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> like, don't say it. Don't say it. I have to say it. <laughs> um, all right. My next question was, you mentioned a dualistic universe. Um, can you actually... That's a really interesting theory um, to believe in a dualistic universe. Um, yeah. What are your just briefest of thoughts? Like, okay, what can you the, say? I'm, I'm glad you bring this up because there are actually several def, uh, different definitions of dualism. Not everybody yeah. means the same thing when you say dualism. I exactly mean it why in, I wanted in, to ask it. Yeah, I, I kind of mean it in the yin yang sense. In that okay. every every good needs a bad, every up needs a down, every in needs an out. Maybe yeah. uh, the very nature of God works that way as well. Hmm. To experience pure Jane, uh, joy, not Jane. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jane. <laughs> to experience full joy. The um, purest of all, the Mary almost... Jane. <laughs> I wasn't going there, but. Um... <laughs> To That's where my mind went. <laughs> I love it. To experience pure joy, you almost have to understand what like heartache is or um, devastation, loss. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I I get that. So how do you feel um, that music being value neutral fits into a dualistic universe? What are your thoughts on that? Um. I mean, again, it's it's uh, the idea that, like, you know, like a drug, you can use these things for good or for ill. Mm, okay. Um, you know, like LSD is a great example. You can you can literally use LSD to create Charles Manson, or you can use LSD to become enlightened, like uh, Duncan Trussell. I he probably wouldn't like it if I said that, but I consider him an enlightened individual. Uh, yeah, you can you can use it as a tool to to better yourself and to overcome issues. We had a nice, good, long conversation with our friend Josh and Alain Vitale about how you can use drugs for good. But then, yeah, you can you can certainly um, use it to make other people or yourself a monster. So um, within a dualistic universe, nothing starts out as yeah. truly good or bad. It starts out as value neutral and can be turned to good or bad. I'm looking. I'm. I'm literally visualizing a yin yang symbol, and trying to figure out sure. where music would fit into that actual symbol. Or am I thinking about it in the wrong way? Good question. Um, imagine. Imagine music being the circle. Okay. And it contains, you know, the, 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 the left side and the right side, the, the white and the black, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, the white dot and the black spot and the black spot in the white area. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, you know, from the good, evil can come forth, and from the evil, good can come forth. And the two complement each other, and they're constantly working together to... Uh, to create a uh, you know our reality okay and you know you you can you can think of music in the the symbol itself as a whole it's it's got a a, a good side to it and a bad side to it okay i, I and I, I i probably shouldn't even use that kind of language i i think the uh, uh the taoists 
don't quote me on this, but I actually, I think they don't really believe in the notion of good and bad. Everything just is. Or isn't. Right, right, I think. Um, I, I, I'm not qualified in any way to speak about the Taoists, but I, I seem to recall hearing or, or reading that they, um, they don't really, at their core, believe in good or evil. Everything just is. Um, again, like the the idea of yin yang, everything has an in, out, up, down, left, right. Um, call it positive or negative, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, happy, sad, but but everything just is. And I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a real piece that you can find if if you can come to that conclusion, and and maybe that's where they find their peace. Hmm. That almost seems like... Um, we should find a real Taoist to interview and ask these questions to. That would be actually really interesting. That almost seems um, that if things are just the way that they are, that that seems like we don't have any self-will, if you will. No, I mean, I, I think that a Taoist is still going to encourage its people to live a good life and to find well-being in life. Um, but they, for example, probably wouldn't view death as a horrible thing. It's, you know, part of life. It just is. Death yeah. is just as birth is. That mm-hmm. sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and I do think that a person could probably arrive at peace with, with that sort of conclusion. Okay. Interesting. Um, my next question is, um, this one's just kind of a funky one. What do you think about, um pop music creators as shamans (laughs) if you say musicians are shamans (laughs) what are your thoughts on pop music yes (laughs) i had to dig it Um, in a little (laughs) oh boy oh boy this you know i love you hate from maybe (laughs) oh boy you had to ask the hard-hitting questions here well okay in Uh, my defense in my defense I really like pop music. I think it's fun. Yeah. I like yeah. to turn it on when I don't want to think about whatever. Right. You know? Right. Um, so Here's, I okay. like it. Yeah. What uh, What else do you want to say about pop music before I take my turn? <laughs> <laughs> I like pop music. I think that it can help evoke a specific kind of emotion. I think it can hype you up. Um, I think yes. it can help you feel. I think it can help you, like, work. So how i view emotions i see emotions as okay say i'm feeling sad i'm not going to try and cause myself harm by just being just telling myself be positive like cheer up buttercup like it's gonna be okay i personally don't like taking that um root in anything um yeah so for myself i just want to get through that emotion i want to let it travel down river so sometimes turning on a pop song that's about like a breakup even though i'm not going through a breakup like it's it's soothing like it feels healing in in one way or it's another relatable in that moment yes even though like when you play it back you're like eh, i could have written this or like this is so cheesy or like this is such a simple lyric like why am i drawn to this i think that the emotion that can be um taken away from it can be really beneficial but it is also like one of the most superficial like genres of music out there so but yeah like i wanted to hear your thoughts on um (laughs) if pop musicians could be shamans (laughs) yes yes um 
here's my feeling of, of, of pop music. Um, I lost my thought. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that in. It's <laughs> pop music in and of itself. There's nothing wrong with. I, I happen to think that there are a number of good pop musicians. Um, I think what what we're probably talking about, though, in general, is is like top forties pop. <clears throat> Excuse mm. me. Um, I kind of see it as like candy. You know, there's a time and place for candy. Candy oh, isn't every evil. day, Candy's not all bad. the time. You can, you know, it's, candy is a meal replacement. Wrong. People. <laughs> There's nothing I, I, I don't have a problem and I, I will one hundred percent admit I love just to indulge in pop music, turn it on and dance. Yeah. There's nothing better than just dancing to good pop music. Mm-hmm. Um I love uh Prince, the nineteen seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's good pop music out there. I, I hesitate to call top forties this is where I'm going to get controversial. It doesn't <laughs> seem to be up to snuff in quality as as some deeper music and and stuff that actually takes a little bit more attention um, to appreciate. Mm. Would you consider um, pop music the anarchist of uh, music? I do. No, 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 no. I no, would. No, I. The anarchists. Yes. Explain. Explain. What do you mean by that? Okay. Most of the time, it's, um, what do you call it? A voice. What do they do to their voices? They change, like, they auto-tune. Auto-tune. Okay. Auto-tune. So, necessarily, you don't have to be a great musician. <laughs> You're literally just throwing up whatever you want to throw up. Um, well, here's, A lot of here's... the times... <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you there. Um, I do think that pop musicians are brilliant musicians. Some Lyrically, of them. yes, they're 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 rarely saying anything profound, but they're writing some really really catchy melodies, and that's really the strength of pop music is they're they're brilliant in in pleasing melodies. But think about um, this, and that's not an easy thing to do. But think about it, like their lyrics are so bad, they're good. Like, that's the anarchy about it. Like, they don't necessarily, like, stick to a script about, like, being super deep or super um, poetic or, like, they don't really have a meaning to it. They just kind of do whatever they want to do to match the beat. And I think that's, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too deeply. Maybe I want to rub you the wrong way. I don't know, but, like... (laughs) I wanted to see what your well, thoughts were if they were the anarchists of uh, music, the in- the music industry. Well, I, I guess maybe we're just thinking or using anarchy in different ways. Okay. Like, I'm thinking like uh, causing an uprising chaos mm-hmm. out of, uh, you know, just every man for himself type yep. attitude. Um, is that what you mean as well? I'm thinking of just chaos. <laughs> I think the anarchist at the end of the day wants or creates chaos. And I think that's what pop music does. (laughs) Huh. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too deeply about it. I've I've never thought of pop music as being chaotic. 
I mean, it's but. just like they don't have, like, you're right. It does sound sweet like sugar a lot of the times. Like, it's candy. It's not something that's going to stick around. Yeah, they, it's not they super all nutritious. Also, I would say they, they've all got a, the same formula as well. Yeah. There's, I, there's actually been, like, many, you know, videos and, and lectures given about, like, the, the it's not the magic, but, the, like, the, the tried and true equation to writing a top 40s hit. Yeah, but that's why I would almost say that it's anarchy. They're not trying to stand out from the crowd. They're just doing whatever they want to do. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I generally reserve that for rock and roll, man. Rock and roll is all about anarchy. Uh-huh, but rock and but, roll but has not a formula. within the confines of, of, of music, rock and roll is, is overthrow the man overthrow the government mm -hmm. talk shit about about the man but not, not necessarily like music structure itself but within rock and roll there's generally like the music is very good it's very catchy um and then the lyrics behind it deep they normally have several like there's normally several layers to a song there's right. different meanings right. to a song um like rock and roll is i would argue is the I would argue that they're the people that perform rock and roll. They're the poets of the music industry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I would agree with you too. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people get upset about that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why I think I, I don't see rock and roll as anarchy or anarchist. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Um, my actual last question, unless I think of anything else along the way, is at the conclusion of your article, you say that there could potentially be a mathematical formula to explain music. Have you ever considered the possibility that math isn't boring? <laughs> that maybe math is the exhibit A for God or reality and music is its creation? Yes, yes, 100%. Okay. Um, in fact, Eric Weinstein recently announced that he has a mathematical explanation for, um, you know, the very fabric of, of our reality. Mm. Um, and so I, I do kind of, in a strong way, think that reality is, is itself is constructed out of math. Mm. Um, but... I, I don't know quite enough to comment about this either. Like, if you ask me for any sort of explanation, I, I, I won't come up 100% short. But um, from what I understand, there's many different magical things inside of mathematics. Mm -hmm. um, there are what are known as, literally, uh, magic equations that yep. people have discovered. Um, and so I... I strongly believe that that math and music are related i don't know exactly how but they definitely are related yeah why do you almost think that it's boring to have um math explain away music oh just just to say that like oh music is lifting your spirits because a plus b plus c equals c or i'm sorry a <laughs> equals d okay um 
that that to me like to, if you were to just put it on paper in numbers like you're you're reacting this way to rock and roll because this yeah then i i would say that just seems a little bit less boring than it's magic it's a spell that, that but isn't that how spells work by i don't know throwing in no 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 if, like if we're going along with the theory that reality itself is constructed out of mathematics then you know magic is part of reality and so maybe magic is mathematical exactly who knows like if you think about it uh i don't know like looking at a cheesy like movie with witches in it they're always like one hogwarts uh <laughs> <laughs> three human yes, child yes. eyeballs and it all goes into the cauldron and um like you get the the desired potion afterwards when you combine all of those yeah, specific yeah. ingredients in a specific way um yeah. that to me is mathematics but it ends up being magic does that make sense sure so yeah yeah okay i i see what you're saying maybe yeah Okay. You pointed a flaw in my paper at the very end. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a flaw. I was just wondering what your thoughts were. Like, what if math is magic? What if math is the explanation for yeah, everything? Yeah, I, I guess, okay. Maybe and what's I, wrong with I math? I still would be just a little bit disappointed if somebody were to email me an equation <laughs> for explaining why music does what it does yeah. I, I still think i would be a little bit let down mm. I yeah I, I guess i'll admit it i i have a bias i i want to believe that magic is real yeah well Call i me silly but I, yeah it's i'm true. not saying that magic isn't real i'm saying that maybe magic is also a part of mathematics yeah, yeah, no, that's, I, like I said, I agree with that. That's that's certainly true. Hmm. Yep, I, I, I would say I didn't think about that when I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great article, and I, I honestly was really excited to interview you about it. I, I thought my well, questions thanks. were really dumb, so I'm glad you took that in stride. And... No, they were, they were great. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully the audience thinks so. Um but yeah, like I was really excited to interview you for this article specifically, just because well, I know that we had talked about it before you even published it. And I was trying to tell you like, hey, like more range of emotions would be cool. Um, I guess anyone that hasn't yeah, no, heard that article, I, that argument wouldn't understand what we were talking about. But um, I'm yeah. going to give you uh, a, a shout out here because, uh, yeah, I, I have mariah read it for me before we published it and i would say she cleaned it up for me there were a few things that were not exactly uh keeping a consistent thought in in line and so she she helped me clean it up and make it a little bit more coherent so thank you for doing that for me uh. and um one of these days uh by the way everybody uh <clears throat> check out mariah's uh article as well about um being unique I found it a very compelling argument. Um, and uh, I don't know, maybe we can get into one of these times. But um, maybe it's excellent, and everybody should check that out as well. I think I'm too embarrassed to actually have a sit down about it. Well, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't but... be. <laughs> you have some, some good things to say. Hmm. Thanks. Thanks. Um, with that in mind, guys, we are actually um, 
broadening our horizons here at Notion Club, and we are actually going to continue publishing articles when we see fit. Um, so definitely keep on the lookout for that, and um, I think it'll be really fun. I think it'll like um, add some depth to like what we're doing with our podcast as well. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, and I think it's um, I think it's definitely unique to. Uh, what we're trying to do here at Notion Club as well. We're not just trying to have a, a podcast reviews or something like that. We're actually just trying to talk about thoughts and think about things. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> think about things. That's that's great. <laughs> uh, there's The also... value of being unique, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's also another podcast out there with our title. Um, yeah, somebody, somebody totally stole from us. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how to think about that because, like, obviously, we got the the title from J.R.R. Tolkien's um, like fictionary literary group. Um, it was like based off of the Inklings, but I didn't. I thought it was so unique at the time that I was like, cool. Like, I like the idea behind it. I like that there is, that it was created essentially by J.R.R. Tolkien, who we both love. And I definitely didn't think anyone else would ever, like, use the title. <laughs> but now there is also another podcast out there with the Notion Club. So that'll be really interesting to see how it goes, I guess. It will. It will. But I think it's two guys talking about literally jr token i haven't listened to it but i'm pretty sure that's yeah i mean they definitely have a reason to be using the name it's not they like, did yeah it's not unrelated they're they're specifically doing what tolkien was doing so it makes sense I'm yeah gonna <laughs> deny that but if no i don't i wouldn't say that i would say we're doing more um <laughs> i would argue that we are closer in line with what J.R.R. Tolkien was creating with Notion Club than they are because it was a it was based off of the Inklings, which is which was like a literary group. They all got these writers got together, and this was inclusive of C.S. Lewis and a few others, where they would get together, share their writings, and then discuss those writings, which is what we're doing. Like, we're discussing our thoughts and what we, like, generally write or think about. I would say that we are closer in definition to what the Notion Club was originally created of, created for, I don't know what I'm saying, than what they're doing. They're just talking about J.R.R. Token's works, from what I've gathered. Oh, I thought maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I thought they were also writing stories as well. I hope not. God, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> music, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> did you see what I did there? <laughs> I'm using music's name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess that's that's all my notions for today all my thoughts <laughs> <laughs>
I think that does it for me as well. Let's end uh, it here. I'm having such a great time, but yeah, I think it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'm definitely Peace out, getting bitches. slap happy. Bye, guys. <laughs>